If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Thank you very much, Weapon O' Pride. Our first day back after the week off. A lot of you the same. Uh, some of you not so much. Some of you had... Uh, Crappy work week the whole time, even working 4th of July. Did you go anywhere, Brett? You didn't do anything. Yeah, we did that motorcycle ride. How was that? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah? 1,200 miles uh, through Moab. No, no, I came back all in one piece. And Moab's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. Moab was great. And then we did uh, went through uh, Silverton and all through the, the oh, Million Dollar wow. Highway in Colorado and stuff. Nice. And yeah, it was great. You're going for a few days. Yeah, yeah. We left uh, Saturday morning, 5 a.m., got back Monday night at like 10 p.m. Just a bunch of dudes riding yeah. bikes. Just riding our Harleys. Beautiful Doubled vistas. Up. With, yeah. some, with some mamas? Did you no, and, no uh, mamas. Did Mangoop pull over at one of those scenic vistas and just go, hey, everybody, just, well, they know how much you care about every one of you. <laughs> did <laughs> he, no, he didn't go on this one. He didn't go. Oh, he didn't go. He man. bailed out to go hang out with his girlfriend. Oh. He's in love. Oh, yeah. that's right. He's got a, oh, geez. Week, yeah. He's due to get married any time now, That's right. right. <laughs> it's, been like, it's been a couple of years. <laughs> that ring finger is dry. <laughs> oh, my God. That thing is dry as the <laughs> just, WNBA girls were on Sunday just morning. Oh, it's ready <laughs> for a new band. <laughs> a lot of chafing going on in the legs of the WNBA All-Stars and Mangoop's finger. Yikes. You didn't do anything either because you had your big. No, we did uh, home improvement. Uh, how'd that go? Uh, it was good. We'd put you up. You asked the kids back. to leave. I did. Immediately I improved have. the house. Oh, I yeah. should have. Yeah. Actually, one's in California now with his mom. Anyway. Nice. So, oh, you got rid good. of the. We got rid of Alex. The boy for yeah. a little while. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. So he went with his sister, and they're uh, over in San Diego now. Missing nice the for the week. Yeah. He's oh. gonna be detained at the airport too. Oh yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's getting detained. <laughs> he's gonna Brittany Griner up in Baker. He gets arrested on the beach. Idiot. <laughs> it could happen. I know. And Brady, you you stayed. Went to Dana Point for four days. Yeah. Pretty Good. nice. That sounds good. Not bad. Crowded, probably like pretty. Uh, it was Fourth of July. Uh, yeah, over the four days that we did, and we that's like your favorite. Got spot a pretty good, uh, yeah, pretty good bird's eye view of the fireworks. The, the barge was 
probably a quarter mile out on the water. Oh, cool. Did and they all blow up right this time? That's the first time I've ever seen them off a barge before. Well, you saw them off of that uh, pier that year right. that it all blew up in the same yeah. spot. Yeah, that was kind of neat. I actually enjoyed watching that because you sent that video and this just happened all the 4th of July in a minute. So the grand finale and everything all in one shot. One yep. hit in the middle of the day, right? It was kind of No, like it dust. was when the fireworks were supposed to happen oh, and all of a sudden it just, it just bright. It looked like a A-bomb went off. Yeah, the whole man. thing went crazy. Yeah, I didn't do anything. Nothing? Great. No, not a tonal? thing. A lot of tonal. I love that tonal. It's a video game for me now. It's like playing Red Dead. I just go in there and goof around on that. Loving that thing. And then I golfed with Brady. We had a nice time. And uh, all I did was rehearse for the big Sylvester Stallone. Oh, there it is. It's on my way to golf with Brady. And I had to golf the talking stick, which that'll come up in a moment too. Talking stick golf course. Brady and I gave it a little test run for August. Tickets on sale later today, we'll explain. But I was uh, all over this song, in the car, getting ready for the big show on July 23rd. This tribute to Stallone plus slash happy birthday, but not birthday. Oh, I was blasting it. My stereo, 90. My stereo turns up to 39. I don't know why that's the number they chose. I had it on 39. Subwoofer dial all the way. Rattling windows and things. Pulled up to the talking stick backdrop. Turned everything off real quick. Just like, oh, this could be embarrassing to everybody. I have to say, however, as exciting as it was, and I got an email from a guy last night saying, I got my Rocky gear. I'm ready to celebrate Stallone on your birthday. The show, unfortunately, what? canceled. Oh. 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 What are you doing over there? After the week, I feel he's like had? I've been stabbed in the heart. <laughs> what are you doing? I, 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 Come I, on! I uh, it has there's been, good reason. There's really good reasons. Hopefully, bitch. you will understand. Uh, oh. Yeah, I am. I am uh, our guitar player, uh, Martini Marty, Luke Lucas, my country protege, has uh, found that he's got a little bit of an issue internally, and has a procedure he has to have done. July twenty second. What? Ugh. It's not a not a huge thing, but it could be a huge thing. Wow! It's heart stuff and all sorts of silliness that goes with that. So Marty could probably go, but we're not going to push him right now when he's got little heart uh, murmurs and things like that brewing. So the only day he could get in was July twenty second. So the day Stallone, before. Yeah, yeah, it was the day before the show, and we're not going to have him rolling out with stints poking out of his chest and oh IV bags. And the, and he wrote a great email that uh, that basically said, I can't imagine dying on stage while doing backup vocals to Eye of the Tiger. I need a better way out. And he's, and he's right. And it's So we're just rooting for our friend Marty to uh, feel better. Oh, could you imagine how great this would have been? Son of a- Marty in a hospital gown. You can't just- win! Blood spray. Now, here's the thing Marty's done, too. So this has to happen. So we are getting a rescheduled date? You will get a rescheduled date. It has to because Marty's put together a video. Like We were syncing this to the videos of the movies. We were going to play along with the actual montage videos. And Marty's done all the work and time and all this. Just on hold. Well, we'll see. I mean, it depends on the club and everything. Oh, look, we're going to try it. I'm going to do it in my backyard. We'll get we'll get some patio you, out here if we, we could need do to. it on the patio. You almond brothers, Marty, if it happens, <laughs> well, no matter what, it's got to happen. If Marty dies, or the, the band's over. That's it. I'm not going to go hey, do Mick this. Mars one. is still being wheeled out on I stage. Know. Just just wheel his ass out there on a dolly. You're fine. We could do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not going to try to explain to anybody. Marty's the only one that kind of gets what I'm doing. 
like when I have these ideas, and he runs with it. Marty drops out of this thing. Me trying to explain this to the other guys. Katero can't figure it out. Well, Katero just like, I think maybe we should just play all Dio. I'm like, oh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. I got got no support in this band outside of one guy when it comes to my ideas. Like, the Stallone thing is just eyebrows. I'm like, trust me, this will go great. Marty sees it. Ryan, actually, the drummer, also sees it. Roy's back. I haven't talked to Roy about this. He'll do whatever. (laughs) But Marty is the linchpin. So we're rooting for him, and hopefully he's doing well and... Uh, he just he, I, when I had a chat with him a few weeks ago, he's like, yeah, I just feel something feels funny. And sure enough, it felt funny because there was something jammed in there and he's got to get it out. You said throat, right? Not Chest. Else? Okay. Heart. Yeah, not in his ass. What are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> what happened to you? It's a little procedure. <laughs> so, yeah, the Stallone show is uh, Man. not happening. Postponed. Postponed. All we'll right. put the word postponed delayed. on it for Let's Brett's there. He's Maybe. had a tough week. Rage Against the Machine's done it for like three, four years yeah, that's now. True. So. COVID. We'll, just, yeah. we'll say it's COVID-related somehow because that's still a thing. Uh, so what are you going to do? Sorry, I didn't order so my postponed. track suit yet, but yeah. I will. I'm sorry to Brett mostly because he's lost, you know, Paulie Walnuts this week, uh, Sonny Corleone. Larry Storch. Larry Storch from F Troop, which really dropped him like a bad habit. I mean, who's going to be next? Frank Stallone? I, I was mean, just going to say, what happens if Frank goes before oh, the Pesci's show? Pesci's next. No. Pesci looks terrible. I've seen Pesci in a couple of things. He just looks bad. Just looks bad. Did you see uh, Pacino and Stallone went out for pizza last week? In honor of Holy Walnuts, I hope. I, yeah. <laughs> well, Stallone's birthday last Which week. Which Stallone? Frank or, yeah. Frank it was, or uh, good it was It was sly. At any point, because this happens to Sylvester Stallone every time he does anything where there's a camera, did Pacino turn and go, I got to tell you something. You can't win! <laughs> I watched the Rocky Marathon. Getting ready for this. It was on uh, AMC or something. Had all of them. We watched a couple. Oh! So. I was caught it starting at Rocky 2. First scene that I turn it on. She's in that thing. You can't win, Rocky! Like, he, he never had the support of his family. Ever! She was always a bitch about that. Uh, I mean, Burgess Meredith said you can't win. But uh, held them together on the next one. I won't, I won't help you, Rocky. Like, he wouldn't... Yeah. He wouldn't be his coach anymore for the second Apollo because you can't beat him. Yeah. Never. And and then Rocky had a case of that, too, because he he climbs into uh, Apollo Creed's locker room before he fights Strago and goes, I don't know. If this is me, maybe we take, you know, postpone the fight. The guy's got a fight in 15 minutes, and you're telling him he's not ready now? Come on, Rock, you know I got to do this. I don't know, Apollo. I don't know anything about this guy. I just said maybe we postpone the fight. Who well, who in who in your hype room? Like as you're you got, that on your fifteen minutes. On. I mean, he, they, they they put his mitts on and he's sitting there, he's ready to go. It set it up beautiful. And then your corner guy comes in and goes, I don't know. This doesn't look good. He's gonna kill you. You know I've got to do this stallion. I don't know, Apollo. That guy is probably gonna kill you. I've read the script. I don't think you make it out of here. And then in the next one. Rocky Five, he's scared. He, we just he can't be. He beats up Tommy Gunn only because he punched Polly. I just disregard that one altogether. Terrible. Oh. Although I will say, I did enjoy George Washington Duke a lot more this time through than I did the first time. <laughs> terrible. And then Rocky Six comes up. Everything's good. That one didn't have many you can't wins, but nobody really believes it. It's because she was dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. She died of lady cancer, you know. You're right. But the lady he's with, that girl that he, that 
Oh, yeah, he's picking up the young strength. She's yeah, wondering what he's doing. Thought it was going that way. In nothing. The, the poor guy, in nothing. So, much like our tribute to Rocky. Well, we can't do it. We have to postpone it. I can't believe this. Brutal. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I wanted, I wanted some Frank Stallone. I wanted, oh, you know, we had it all. It was ready to go. All of it. So he's got $1,000 in merch ready to go. Yeah, so we have a uh, you know heart issue. It's what happens when you have a 50th birthday and your friends plan something. <laughs> A couple of them can't make it because their hearts explode. Bro, uh, yeah. not going to be able to make it. But the good news is for anybody who knows him or knows about him, uh, it's very minor. I say that, hoping for the best. But, I mean, you know, it's never minor when you start screwing around with that part of your body. But we love Marty. He's one of the best people I've ever known and rooting for him to do well. Uh, and then uh, the golf thing. we got to get on that, too, because the, uh, the heat stroke open is going to, like, tickets, or I guess they call them tickets. What do we call it? Foursomes are available. At 10 a.m. this morning, right? I guess it's a ticket. Yeah, sort of. It's a pass. But either way, foursomes available today. We don't want twosomes, no, to singles, just foursomes. And this thing sells out usually in like 10 minutes. The fact that our sales department and our meetings that I've been sitting in are counting on it selling out in the first half hour makes me nervous. Yeah. I hate it. Oh, it'll sell out in 30 minutes. So let's just do whatever we do. This. I'm like, no, no. Uh, there's going to be some monster stuff going on in this thing. And our boy uh, Doug Hopkins hopped in. I talked to him this week, and he's in on that. And uh, let's just say the 50-50 raffle, the Doug Hopkins 50-50 raffle, well worth it. He's, uh, he's seeding that thing a little bit. We got, we, got some, we got some push on this one. It's going to be a good one. And a whole bunch of different activities going on this year. Uh, we've boosted it up just a touch. Uh, and it's on sale this morning. If you've got a foursome, you've got a company that wants to do this as a foursome, tickets are on sale today. KUP, 98kupd.com is where you go. Our friends at Lerner and Row. Four Peaks going to have the beer out there. Uh, we got uh, Chiching Chavez flowing beautifully all through the whole thing. And it's all for the Arizona Humane Society, which, by the way, has to get 750 pets adopted this month. Wow. Because they are backed up. All those people that bought pandemic dogs, a lot of them have brought them back. Whoa, I didn't realize I was going to have to work so hard. I didn't know this wasn't going to be my life forever, that I had time all day. I don't have time for this dog. They brought those back. The 4th of July always brings a nice influx of dogs to the Humane Society. And the society. fires up north. And, and that. And there's all sorts of things. So 750 dogs they need to get rid of this month. Not get rid of. That sounds bad. Wow. You know what I mean. Adopt. Find new I thought you were going to bring Doggy Find Death homes. back. Well, Doggy Death is back. He's looming. Man. There's nothing you can do otherwise. Be, I'm a realist. I understand how much as much as I hate it. When I saw that yesterday on the news and I wanted to talk to Brett over there at the Humane Society and I thought to myself, I am, I am just a small piece of help for all they need uh, in the little things that I do personally and then sometimes with the station with what we do. And it feels like you're climbing the ice wall in Game of Thrones. It never ends. As, as, as good as it felt a couple of years ago when one of the shelters just was empty. Now they have to. They have 750 they have to get. So this uh, little tournament we do for the Heat Stroke Open, even if you hate golf or whatever, and you don't even want to get involved in this thing and help out the Humane Society, that's really what this is about. Uh, it's all just an excuse to have fun, get people to do something, and then kind of side your money over to a charity. It's all for the puppies and kitties and whatever fuzzy things that the Humane Society takes care of. Without them, imagine the carnage and chaos that would exist in and amongst the world of animals. It's not pretty. So uh, it's all for a good cause. Four Peaks helps out. Learner and Row helps out. My God, the list is forever. Amino Energy, uh, Hooters, Mo Money Pawn, 
DCS Contracting, Backyard Birdie, Golf, all these people involved, Sunscape Windows, Wilderness Athletes coming out, Emanuel Campus of Care, Luxury Experts, Dave Cox, Prestige Billiards, and Fascinations. My God, there's so much more. And the link goes live at 10 a.m. 10 a.m., 98kupd.com, you can get in. So if you're, uh, if you're looking to get involved in the Heat Stroke Open this year, that's how you do it. Do it! And you do have to hurry, although... Listening to everybody just so, you know, brush their shoulders off, kind of like, eh, it's going to sell out in 30 minutes. Because it has in the last few times we've done it. Uh, don't do that. That's then, favorite thing you know people why? hype things up. Because I'll tell you why. Because we have Larry as a boss. And if this thing doesn't sell out in 30 minutes, what's wrong? He's going to be hanging from the, the uh, Yeah, because it makes him nervous that something's gone wrong if it's not traditionally happening every – so if we go a full day and there's still foursomes available, he's going to think no one likes him. It's just a thing. Well, everybody hates the station now. I'm like, no, Larry, stop. He's, he's uh, so in tune to the, the heartbeat of this place that it, when it takes a little you know, prodding, he gets nervous. <laughs> and that's not just him. The sales staff will wonder. It trickles down. When you tell an entire group of people in a building, this thing will sell out in 30 minutes, it always does, and it doesn't, the next reaction naturally is, well, what's wrong with it this year? What's wrong with this year? Oh, geez. I'll tell you what you never want to be involved in, a U-Fest. God forbid you're ever in this building while we've got U-Fest tickets on sale because it is an hourly check of how many have (laughs) sold. And if it isn't as big as the one before, even if the lineup's not as good, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The expectation is a certain – oh, people lose their minds. It's a sensitive bunch. But then it goes the other way. They can't explain it. Right. Like, yeah, nobody, it nobody, sold. Nobody, it was selling, a success. You know what we are? Like hotcakes. We're a bunch of Adrians. <laughs> we just assume the worst is going to happen. When yeah. Rocky wins, we're kind of shocked. It's like, wow, I don't know how that happened. Well, he might be a decent fighter. Nah, that's not it. Nah, it's, it's always shocking or – Doubly shocking. It's never like it, like the expectations are always. You got to stop it, and hopefully it does sell. Out. I think it will, but hopefully it sells out for the right reasons, and that is the uh, the glorious humane society gets all the all the treats from it. And we're gonna have a nice thing. And that fifty fifty raffle. If we do our math right, the way this works, we could get that thing up to about fifteen grand, and then the heat's on the guy who wins it, right? To give it all up because <laughs> you win like seventy five hundred dollars. <laughs> That's a tough one. Ah, oh, yeah. well, sure, you can take it all. You could have this. Here's your check from the charity. We'll, we'll give the other half to a good cause, and then you get this. You enjoy it. And you know what? I tip my cap to the guy who goes, it's mine. <laughs> your stupid rules. Balls right? up. Yeah, you, you said 50-50. 50 of it's mine, 50 of it's theirs. But the pressure's on the winner. And usually it's a, you know, a guy who's like, oh, but I mean, you start getting around seven, eight, nine thousand dollars for the fifty-fifty back to you. <laughs> it's, tough to, it's tough to not keep it all. You ain't getting to pay taxes on it. Well, I'll just you don't have to pay taxes if you donate it. Oh, the heat's on. The heat's on. So we're getting ready for that. Ten a.m. this morning. Horse is in great shape. Oh, played great. And yeah, I played with Brady on uh, on Thursday. Brady texts me. He goes, "You still in for Thursday?" I'm like, "I'm in." Me invite a couple of dingleberries or just us? I'm like, just us. <laughs> All right. I show up. He's got uh, Greg Norman and, uh, and uh, I don't know, Tiger Woods is sitting there with us. We get two guys. These guys are good sticks. Guy shot a 69. <laughs> 69. Yeah, he shot a 69. All right. French shot a 72 or 73. Yeah. And 
my third third time in five years to play golf. How many clubs did you break With this time? No, I'm not breaking the you new didn't snap any? No, I did well. I did okay. I, I can I can still hit it. It was There's just sloppy. Four nineteens. I write nineteen if I just I'm like that's enough of this one. Like if I hit a ball where it shouldn't go, I, I'm not a. Brady's, I still have to get it through Brady's head. He's got oh, a good yeah. job because this guy will walk through the desert like an old man Snowman. looking for golf balls. No, he looks for lost golf balls, and it, it, just don't. <laughs> That's just you're wasting. Egg you're wasting everybody's time. Nobody's impressed when you find one. He goes wandering off into the desert. Like stop, just it's gone. Can so, I can uh, find a couple of titles. I will give him credit. He usually comes out of there with five or six, or probably my balls because I never look for a golf ball. <laughs> so what's the penalty you assess yourself? Five strokes. If I hit it where I don't want. Uh, in a in a spot where I'm like I'm not looking for that, it's a 19. <laughs> 19. And you said there were four. No, I had two, two uh, 19s on two, that one. Two 19s. One, he, I, he, he yeah, was writing out the la- the back nine. So uh, this is my prediction, but yeah. he was off. He parred. I was. Like, par- I, I can eh, eh. I chunked one out of the sand that shouldn't have been in the sand in the first place and went over the green and then went and got that and then chunked it again. I'm like, that's it, 19. Because it just, well, what's the point? I'm wasting everybody's time. I've got a 69 right. and a 72 right. standing on the green. The first 19 off the uh, the wall. Oh, the yeah. Shed oh, that hit. was a good shot. It was a good shot, but it was too far, and it took a long hop. Smoked it. And went into <laughs> this 1800s water tank. It's wooden. Uh, Talking Stick has one hole where it, they, they guard this little water facility with this old... I'm, I swear it's an 1865 Indian fence, and my ball went under. I could get it, but I'm like, well, that's it. If I have to, if I ever protected, here's the thing: it's a 19. If I ever use my club to get my ball to get closer to me, 19. I have to scoop it out from under a wall or something. 19. What is this golf land? You miss the castle, and <laughs> yes. it, you know. <laughs> yes, because I I have too much pride to just put it down and go. All right, that's one. No, it's not. It took me like seven or eight scoops to get it out of that wall I hole. touched it nine times. Yeah, I touched it at least nine <laughs> times. Then I used my foot, which I'm pretty sure is disqualification. <laughs> so if we're really just like, I like to keep an honest score, uh, come on. If you kicked it or if you grabbed it and moved That's it. That's what or, the fun thing is about our tournament, because then you don't have to wait for the guy to clank it nine sure. times. Just and I'm all for ball. pencil whipping a foursome and those kind of things. <laughs> You've said that every year. There, because like you can't be stopped. Forty six guys, yeah, really? The, the team won with a forty six. <laughs> it's just liars. That's why we don't give the champions prizes a lot of the right. times. We just draw a winner out of a hat. Yep, had two shots per. Because you're all fake cheaters. Forty six. Well, that's like a lot of holes in one, isn't it? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good amount of those. Anyway, what are you going to do? Steve just texted me from Talking Stick. He says, it's our well. That's where you hit it. Is that it? Yeah. Whatever it is. There, did get you a hear better me screaming in there? Yeah. Help! <laughs> Don't make me hurt your dog! I'm like, what's going on in there? Is that who? Is, did he really? Yeah. yeah I don't, it was a weird wooden half fence, and I just overcooked one. And I'm like, I, if I have to reach for it with my club, I batted at it five times to get it out from under that wall. That's a 19. I've hit it five times with my club. I'm not going to pretend I did something good after that. I can't. can't live with myself. Meanwhile, couples and uh, Nicholas are putting for eagle on that hole. Oh, yeah, our guys. Yeah, they had two eagles going. And I didn't have a bad shot. I just The club was just a one too many. I just I got to get my clubs gauged. But, yeah, thanks for bringing them. They were nice guys. <laughs> Watching them just ice that course was like, well, this is going to be a treat. Probably made me better just because I didn't want to embarrass myself. So I focused a little bit more. But That's then, the first time I've seen multiple par fours um, drives on the green. No, there was a couple of them. Yeah, they hit. They hit all the way through. 
Oh, the guys you were playing with? Yeah, better part is that at one point, because they're playing so well. I wasn't playing terrible, but I was pulling a little left off the tee. And he goes, you just look so uncomfortable over the ball. <laughs> and that was in my head for the next hour. Like I am, because of you guys. Killing me. <laughs> it's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Marty says, I actually feel terrible. You can talk about my problem in detail. (laughs) All right. (laughs) He's getting reamed by this guy in some club. (laughs) And I mean, his heart stopped. No, he's got a clogged artery. Oh, man. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like, what are you so he's getting a stint? It's or? like 80% clogged. So they caught it early enough. Bypassing? Uh, and you got to shoot in there and clear them out. Not bypass. Oh, yeah. man. Crazy. Angioplasty. Yeah. Is that what it is? I don't know. Where they go in with the balloon and inflate it I think it they just blow it up, out. clear it out. Yeah. yeah. And then get the plaque out. Yeah. Something like that. It's like a dental trip. Yeah. I just, I hope he's all right. Scrapers. It stinks. And he says, I feel terrible, which makes me feel worse <laughs> because I, t- I just told everybody, he's doing all right. No, he's not. Evidently, he's on his deathbed. Man. <laughs> he texts me to correct me. I don't feel good at all. I feel terrible. Tell everyone. Tell everyone it's over. I'm trying to be positive, Martin. All right. Well, send flowers to Martin Lucas. He's not going to make it. <laughs> uh, also, I started to, like, over the, the the whole week of vacation, I just, I I was like, God damn it. These are the weeks I need to be on the air. I, I love the, I don't know if you saw the Andrew Bogut catastrophe that's gone on. Andrew Bogut was a number one draft pick for years ago. And he said something after the draft, seemed kind of silly and funny, about Kendall Jenner. And said, now that the draft is through, uh, let's see where Kendall Jenner's going to land now that she's a free agent in the NBA. So he basically made a joke about, like, uh, we're going to have to take a look at her. His, the joke was, you know, she's got great team pride. She's uh, familiar with the, the association. She understands everything that goes on. Body might be a little banged up, so we might have to run her through a physical. Basically was his joke. And then they went on this big thing on ESPN and other stuff, and it lasted all through midweek. Last week, they brought it up again that he's slut-shaming. That he's like, how dare you? Isn't and, that on ESPN for calling out a Well, here's the thing, yeah. Isn't slut-shaming admission of you being a yeah. slut and then being shamed for it? Like, isn't it? Is there slut pride that I don't know about? Is there a slut pride? Should be. There should be if there's slut-shaming. Slut lives matter, John. But isn't slut shaming or saying slut shaming in defense of the slut worse for the slut? You're calling her that. Yeah, you're, yes, you're calling her a slut. And they're like, is this a case of slut shaming? Don't and I'm like, shame the slut. Wait a second. You guys just called her a slut. I don't think Andrew Bogut said she was a slut. It's slut shaming. Let's get into it. Yeah. It's egregious. I can't believe this type of behavior still exists. Sluts exist. Stephen A went on about it, and I'm watching these guys, and then I turned it to Fox and. Shannon and Skip spent some time with it. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Lotig diet, yep, lotig diet. <laughs> Slut shaming is a term, as I kind of discovered as I looked it up on the internet, protecting women. What? Yes. For having the right to do what they want sexually and not be shamed for it. So couldn't that go for guys then too? So isn't it essentially saying... We have the right to be sluts. Just don't call us that, even though that's what we're calling it ourselves. Right. Yeah, that's some circular logic. Slut shaming 
automatically ha- you don't even need the word shaming just the word slut you're already shamed yeah like oh she's a good slut it's like that used to be kind of a fun thing like oh that girl's a slut Derek jeter used All to right. give out gift baskets i had a girl i uh, tony romas once that i liked in high school and then about three years later we're sitting at the bar at tony romas or she is i was bartending and uh she is now friends with a friend who worked at tony romas and they're sitting at the bar, and there's a vibe. Something's going on, right? I'm feeling it. The guy's name was Travis. Travis is feeling it. She goes to the bathroom. He goes, hey, Holmberg. I'm like, what's up? And he goes, wear a rubber, bro. <laughs> like, what? Trust me. I'm like, really? And he goes, I haven't been in there, but I got friends who have. Wear a rubber, bro. <laughs> I'm like, why? And he goes, You'll, you won't stop itching for weeks. Oh, like, holy cow. I'm like, is she a slut? Oh, yeah. Wear a rubber, but it wasn't like don't. It, it, he never said treat her different or run. If you're going to jump in, it, it's it seems like you're about to do the deep dive. Feet first, first time is what he was saying. He was basically, uh, you know, watch your kids around water. That's what. That's all he was doing. That technically was slut shaming. And of course, later on, no, that's when you finally got that's home. a bro though. Yeah. That's what that's what that used to be considered. Yep. Bro helping is slut shaming. It's the same thing. So when you a- got together after the bar closed, you know, my friend told me I should wear rubber with you. No, I, I was afraid of her at that point. Oh. Nothing happened. Why is that? Just because her ham sandwich was all over. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody spilled food Beef on the cheddar. floor. Yeah, it, was like a, it turns it off. <laughs> we have the meats when she unzipped her pants. I'm like, I don't even know that ad yet, but it seems wrong. Uh, but yeah, so, but slut shaming kind of struck me as a thing that should be the thing everybody's mad about. But then it went on about, you know, how you can't tell a woman when she's had sex with a guy, it doesn't make her a slut. Yeah, but when she's had sex with like nine guys that we know sure, about. she's had nine guys in the NBA. <laughs> right. That's that has kind nothing of, to do with it. That, and every time they laundry list Kendall Jenner's boyfriends in the – there's two I forgot about. Oh, yeah. I, I, I Inevitably when they said – I can't even think of them offhand. I know Devin. I know uh, – oh, who was the guy before? She's had five. I know for sure. She – because I keep confusing Which her one with her was sister. With Thompson? That was well, Chloe. that was her sister. And Chloe, she was with right. Harden, Thompson. Right, right. You got Blake Griffin involved. And there's, oh, uh, Kendall, uh, uh, Ben Simmons was Kendall's for go. a while. There's a bunch of them. But that's when you know, when you're laundry listing guys you've been with, that is kind of slutty behavior. Whether it's good or bad, it is what it is. If you're sort of a slut and Blake. somebody says, wow, I know about six of your boyfriends and you're 24. What don't I know? You're kind of passing it around. Probably tossing it around a little easy. And that's good. Nobody's mad at you. But if you're tossing it around the NBA, the assumption by us regular folk is that's not normal anymore. Down there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, flood shame, call it what you want, but I just don't think that's a thing. That uh, storage facility. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's got a PS logo on it. I'm like, public storage, what's this for? Uh, yeah, slut-shaming is a phrase I'm not sure women should embrace. Because it seemed like the that was in defense of Kendall. And I'm like, I don't think that's defending her at all. I think that's I think you're calling her a slut and then saying, leave her alone. Well, I can't now. It's hilarious now. And speaking of hilarious, hilarious Baldwin, his wife. Alec Baldwin's wife. Now, why these people continue to think that they're under attack is beyond her. But she went on a rampage about how uh, – I'll, I'll read it exactly. This is great. 
Hilaria Baldwin says that she receives on Instagram comments that are so barbaric she can't understand it. I guess she's pregnant again, right? And so she had a picture, and somebody tweeted, this is fake. You're not pregnant. There's no glow. I think you're just gassy. Your belly fluctuates all the time. Hilarious. And then another one says, and it's not nice, oh, no, did you have a miscarriage because you don't have a baby bump anymore? (laughs) So it's basically saying you look thin for a pregnant lady. She said, uh, comments that are made on my Instagram have made me in the past want to kill myself. They say ridiculous, outlandish, untrue things in the world, and you start to feel like you have to justify yourself. Or just stop using it. Don't look at it. Don't have Instagram Yeah, you can't do that. And then she went on about Alec Baldwin and all the things people are saying about him that are horrible, and that he can't even make a basic comment anymore without death threats. And I'm like, yeah. So, Brett, if I came to you and said, man, I love Better Call Saul, but after it's over... I seriously consider suicide. What would what would your advice be? Well, I just, I just stop watching. Yeah, yeah. Don't watch Better Call Saul anymore. It sounds pretty serious. This lady uh, Instagram makes me want to kill myself. I can't believe you people. Well, there's a there's an off button. No, I couldn't do that. I still have to make comments on abortion and Trump and your husband shot someone. Shouldn't you people be more focused on that whole situation rather than like? People still, worrying about your baby bump yeah, on you, Instagram? You could still just make your comments, not look at the response. How about just turn it off? <laughs> yeah, that's the easiest. Uh, when we're golfing with Brady, the guys with us are like, uh, Brady saw Roadrunner carrying a lizard, and I thought there would be masturbating. <laughs> look at that. Roadrunner got a lizard in his look, mouth. Look, look at him go. There he is again. Like he's kept tabs on him. We got a gram video for this? Well, that's what the guy behind us goes, oh. He said, put it on the gram. I'm like, no, he's not allowed. Well, he's in the cart with me. He's not doing it. There will be no gramming. It was so tough. It was it tough. But I saved amazing. you the embarrassment of the stupidest video that ever existed. But again, you know, if people were, if you were putting those videos up and, you know, we give you guff about it and whatever, but some people were so mean that you called me and said, I'm on my grams and I did that Roadrunner video. I'm thinking about murdering <laughs> myself. What's going on? Really? Yeah, I'm truly suicidal right now. The The comments are terrible. What are you going to do? I'm going to post a couple more videos and then uh, sit back and read. You're an idiot. Stop posting videos. Stop being on it. Why in the world do you feel like you have to do it? You're not that important, Hilarious Baldwin. It's an easy fix, Hilarious. Yeah, hilarious, it's easy. You just say, I'm shutting her down for a little bit. But it's an ego thing. You can't not. And, she's, and she said, I want a dialogue where I can help be part of the solution rather than the problem. Why do women tear me down like this? Well, maybe you should sit back and become the solution and say, something's wrong with me. People hate me out loud a lot. What am I? Oh, right. My husband shot that lady and we seem kind of aloof about it. Maybe we should button that up a little uh, and stop making comments about, you know, politics when you've got your own, you know, when you're that public and your fish are frying and people are saying, hey, your fish are burning and you're commenting on my fish. Stop it. Just stop being on it. Leave my fish alone. Leave my fish alone, said the WNBA. <laughs> Another tough thing to do. Is it? For the WNBA. Oh, for the WNBA to leave fish alone. Oh, they can't. Candace Parker's party was outrageous. Just, just Show me your fish. chafing and chafing and rubbing and <laughs> that noise every couple seconds. A couple of centers stuck to a point guard. When you're in dolphin safe waters like that, yeah. you're going to have a field day. 
it is definitely net free. They are not trapping what they're not supposed to. Dolphins save water. <laughs> You're not going to accidentally end up with a tuna that wasn't supposed to be there. It's all safe. Albacore. Across the board. Not white albacore, just all albacore. Doesn't really matter. But yeah, hilarious Baldwin, I say. Like anybody else, if you're feeling suicidal and you know why, stop doing the thing. You know, I wear shoes two sizes too small, and I think I'm going to open a vein in a bathtub later tonight. Well, <laughs> anybody have any suggestions of what I could do differently to feel, maybe wear shoes that fit? Oh, you're insane. I'm going to put on these size eights, and I'm going to walk around and feel suicidal in them. How about stop it? But she can't. She's too important. Her goal now, because she lets it run off, you know, these suicidal comments about her miscarriage she didn't have. She's got to now fix these women that have the problem of, and you know what she's going to do, just invite more trolls and to go, all right, let's see if we can up it. Exactly. She says, she mentioned something. She says, we can't get to her anymore. Watch this. Hold my beer. Hold my beer, hilarious Baldwin, because I'm coming in hot. Speaking of coming in hot. That miscarriage probably felt a little warm. Oh, <laughs> you guys are all, I want to be part of the solution. Yeah. The final solution for your baby? Oh, my God. You're the worst people in the world. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? She wants to solve you're the problem. You're on it again. Yeah. Get H- hilarious. Just turn it off. I can't. I'm a Baldwin, damn it. I do have to give credit to that lady in Texas, though. The best, uh, the best moment I've seen so far... In abortion Roe v. Wade nonsense. Yes, that's right. The highlight of the abortion talk. What? My highlight for abortion talk is a lady in Texas who's got a baby growing inside of her that is not of my loin. Uh, was pulled over in the HOV lane and used the argument that Texas says, once you're fertilized, that's a person. According to what life is. <laughs> yep. She's oh, using the man. HOV lane. Nice. She's going to win. And she's going to win because they're basically saying our government of Texas state law says... That's a living thing. HOV lanes, free for all for pregnant ladies. Hilarious. I got to give that lady all the credit in the world for going, you know what? Screw it. I can't abort it. I'm at least getting on the freeway a little faster. She has her $275 ticket right now. That will be turned around. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, you know, go to the Supreme Court over an HOV ticket just to basically have the Supreme Court say, well, it's not a real person yet. If it doesn't count in the HOV lane. It has to be in another seat. <laughs> right. Well, then they can get her on whether she strapped it up properly. Right. <laughs> Hilarious. Because in her mind, she's like, well, if I can't abort it, I should at least be able to get where I'm going five minutes before everybody else. So pregnant ladies, I agree. That's your argument for the abortion. Now, here in Arizona, I think you have to wait until it's 15 weeks inside you, but that's pretty early. And they're working on changing that. Because we're back to territorial law. Now. Oh yeah, we are. It's good stuff. But that's the that's the highlight of the abortion talk to me. That lady found the loophole, and wouldn't it be funny if that was the one that did it in? Because no, because HOV lanes. I think they should just. It's going to work out for us. Either it, either she fights this thing, and there's a precedent set that says the baby inside her is or is not a person, or they just say screw it and open up the HOV lanes to all of us. Just one more lane. I don't understand why some people are flying by and then all the rest of us have to sit there. I don't do it. I go, I don't care. I I'm, I, except for I have the top you do of the door. do it in L.A., though? No, their fines are ridiculous. Exactly. And that's the thing. Is it worth it? Works is it worth there. it? Like here, it's, 
I don't know. I, I don't think we have bad traffic here, but again, I don't, I don't really. On our way up there much. last week, it ain't good. We were oh, on the 17th. Fine going up uh, Highway 5 the other way. Backed up oh, yeah. at least 25 it's miles. It's miserable. When traffic in Southern California gets bad, it's bad. And there, but that's the thing. I don't look at it as a fine. It's a membership fee to the HOV line. <laughs> okay. If you get caught. You haven't paid your membership I fee once yet. I haven't paid my fee in 20 years. I've been using that thing like crazy, and I'm due. But you have to find me. And so if I'm driving along, and right now I'm in my Jeep with the top and doors off, so it's pretty clear I'm a solo. I don't like to flaunt it. Still using it? Uh, I very rarely need the freeways during the HOV time. But yes, I do. But in that one, I kind of pull back because yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not going to pay the fee if I don't have to. But if I get caught in traffic, and I'll definitely pop over. And just it doesn't. And if they find me, they find me. Whatever. What is it? Four hundred dollars now, three seventy five oh, yeah. or something like that. Okay. I have used it for years. I have never paid to use it. I am probably due up to pay my HOV dues because I never ride with anybody in my car, and I'm in that lane all the time. You have to look at it like that. In Los Angeles, membership's a little stiff. Yeah, it can get up to like eight hundred dollars. And they start taking things from you. I think you. it's actually more than that. And uh, then well, they, they start tacking onto your registration. It's stuff. too much. And plus, their lanes get clogged up. Their HOV lanes yep. stop just as much as anyone else's. Well, and they have weird rules. You can't go on the thick white line. you got to right. wait for the breakup yeah, you before can't, you can enter. You can't cross over. You can't go. That's Whoa. $270 on top of you. I did that a few times. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That's you a can't huge do that. one. Because that's how they'll nab you. And that's how you miss your exits because yeah. you can't get out of the lane. Because you're stuck in that HOV. You better be serious about the HOV yep. there. But I don't exactly. live there. If I live there. And then there, there's it, the express lane, I, which I you're not supposed to get don't out of that. forever. I'm never doing that. <laughs> it might as well be a train. <laughs> you got to pay to. You got to pay for that one, don't you? The express yeah. lane? Yeah. You got to have the sticker or something like right. that. Yeah. But the, the key to it is if I lived there, maybe the membership would be worth it. I live here. The membership for the HOV lane, very reasonable. At four, I figure you get caught twice in one year. It's eight hundred dollars to use the HOV lane every single day of your life and get caught twice. I would pay that if they told me in January that you can use all the lanes of the freeway all day, all night, whenever you want. Is that about seventy-five bucks a month. Yeah, HOAs are more than that. Yeah, I call it an HOV lane or an HOA lane. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. HOV. I, I think you said HOV. Yeah, I think it's the same. <laughs> they have the same I don't know goals. what HOAs do. Nobody does. They pay like $575 a month so you can have a parking spot and uh, a pool. That We just had a our board of governors meeting or something like that of our HOA. I'm like, I didn't know we had governors. Nobody fights that. You go Nobody to those? Well, it was virtual. Oh, okay. So. Did you go virtually? I thought about it, but no. You didn't. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not. Nobody goes Nobody to those. goes to those. Trip's like the president of three of them. He doesn't even live what? in two places. He just likes being president of HOAs. Order. Order in there. All right. Now. All window coverings for ladies under the age of 33 shall be removed. <laughs> Binoculars are now equipped in every male apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Community telescopes. <Yeah. laughs> and in order to, you have a choice here in the rebate way, is you can pay the 575 a month. Yeah. Pool. Mm. Take care of the spa. Huh? Parking garage is always tidy. Ooh. Or. Send nudes to T Reeb <laughs> at Earthlink, that's right, dot com. Still got it. Oh, look at that. Your fee has been bounced. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to pay a fee this month. Mrs. Jeter. 
This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Not it's, you, Hilaria. Yeah, Hilarious Baldwin, probably not. Slut shaming in three, two, one. Bing. Yeah, so I, uh, yeah, the HOV thing, if you've got a baby in you, great argument. And if you're one of those uh, abortion ladies that loves to yap about it, this is a great one for you. So I think more states should have ladies with uh, babies growing inside of them tooling around the abortion lane at unsafe speeds. Oh, I called it the abortion lane. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's what it would be. You know, that's what's going to happen when these ladies don't have the right to it. They'll Texas start smashing says, their cars into stuff. So not really w- totally with the topic. He says, but uh, at conception, can I then claim him on taxes? That, well, there, see, this is where it's going to get Depends slippery. On the state. Once the IRS gets involved, exactly. they're going to be like, ooh, they got us. Yep. So my feeling is they'll just clear the HOV lanes for everybody. Right. Like, all right, fine, everybody can use right. it. Because they can't be bringing in that much cash. Right. I wonder if because I know there's certain the fines on the HOV. Well, there's certain available. not even the fines, but I think you used to have to pay. Like if you had one of those plates, half the half. Yeah, you bought the plates and the there's that. And halfsy. there's only so many of those now. I don't think they they don't even use those halvesy cars anymore, do they? The ones that were kind of alternative fuel cars. Oh, the hybrid, the smart car things. No, well, maybe, but I don't know. They had for a while there. You could use that propane. Weird, that, yeah, that weird gas. Oh that, yeah, yeah. They yeah. used to use the HOV for that, which I had to pay a fee. Yeah, I wonder if that's still. Yeah, HOV lanes are for everybody. They're free. Well, people are listening to you because over the last four years, the HOV violations mm-hmm. are up 50%. Right. It's a membership fee. It's like Costco. Pay it. It's much better. Membership has so the me- Membership has rewards. <laughs> so DPS issued 7,364 citations in 2015, which was some of the latest data, compared to 4,800 in 2011. So there they're, were they're still forty eight hundred high. Seven thousand yeah. people got pulled over for that. Yeah, and I'm not one of them. I'm in there all the right, time. Right. After they got to the uh, seven thousand mark in 2015, we're not going right. to record the because uh, we're the only. We're the only metric there's game. a lot more. Yeah. I am <laughs> blown Does away. Have HOV lanes? Why, every every lane in Tucson is an escape route. route. <laughs> Everything is trying to get out as fast as you can. Uh, the side lane. Uh, the, the it's called the bullet lane. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's called next to the freeway. Yeah. That center thing. Get out. With that thing you pull over on, just blaze. Get the hell out of there. Yeah. North and southbound lanes in Tucson, all escape routes. They have diamonds in them and arrows pointing. Get out. This way. I don't even know why there's roads to Tucson, to be honest. They should all be getting out. It should be like those World War Z things where all the traffic's going one way. Then a hurricane comes to Miami and they open all the roads to go north. That should be it. Trooper says, during rush hour, pulling somebody over in the HOV lane is probably one of the trickiest things that a trooper has can't do. It. Yeah. That's why I always dangerous. think about it. That's I, I'm like, he can't pull me over. It's a block of cars. There's like playing Tetris with those full squares. He, he can't get me from here. And if I pull over in the HOV lane, I'm causing more trouble. Just use it. That trooper will tell you. If they don't want to pull you over, it's a waste of their day. And cops don't have quotas, so it's not a thing. Just use it. If you're being stupid, that's when you get the HOV ticket tacked on usually to whatever you've done wrong. Well, you're going to start getting more tickets because uh, 
the uh, Arizona DOT has just uh, ordered 250 new signs that say HOV violation, $400 minimum. So they got to pay for those signs. Yeah. Somehow. Okay. That's reasonable. Right. Okay. $400 minimum. What's maximum? Can I prepay that? Yeah. How? What do I have to do to get the maximum? Because I know bragging about it on the air isn't. isn't Maybe that's for, based on the speeding. Can you yeah, do if that? I'm going 130. Then, yeah. then the HOV lane, then the freeway was clear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if I'm doing that and kind of, if I'm doing that kind of breakneck speed, you deserve to be fined that <laughs> right. much. They need to open it up to everyone else. If I'm free and clear to go 130, while everybody's sitting there waiting. Yeah, it's going 130 miles an hour. We need to open the HOV lane. This is ridiculous. Nobody's using it. You get a punch card too. Four That's and then your fifth one is free. Yeah, I think five. Officer, and then, I'm on my fifth. <laughs> five and I'm banned. I'm not getting five within a certain amount of time. Please, it's, it's got to reset. Happening. It's got to reset it every three years. I, I, the cops know I love them in this town. Five in three years, and that's great. I challenge all of you to come get me, police. You're not going to come get me, copper. Is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not happening. You guys aren't wasting your time on it, and I'm not going to stop doing it. So it's like littering. You can't stop me from doing this. <laughs> John, I, for one, only use the HOV lane after I finish my beer, just to be safe. <laughs> exactly. It's the faster way, and you're in less traffic. If you're drunk, <laughs> that's the, I think that's the lane for you. Brilliant. Yeah. Just don't be dumb, and, you know, you'll be fine. They're yeah. adding KUPD under the HOV numbers now, John. <laughs> yeah, good. The, the KUPD lane. Call it that. <laughs> if that's my legacy in this town, I would the Holmberg KUPD lanes. I'm in. Lanes. Who would have ever thought that that would have been it instead of like some weird bowling alley? That Someone I says it's up to six hundred bucks. Okay, wow, that's high, but it's worth it. So, so for the last, I've been driving since I'm sixteen. That's what thirty four years now. I've used the HOV lane pretty consistently for the last twenty. If I get a six hundred dollar fine, I don't know how to do the math that fast, but that's pennies on the dollar for every time I've used it. John, I used to get hit by the propaganda a lot and be afraid of using the HOV lane during the afternoon. But thanks to you, John, Thank and you. your membership point, I use it all day, every day now. Membership fee. And yeah, and if you're driving a lot, it, it cuts down on road rage, it cuts down on everything. Just use it. Open that thing up. John, when I lived in Abu Dhabi, the traffic violations were very different. You pay your fines for speeding, etc., whatever, when you re-register your vehicle each year. There Ooh. are very rich people there, and I had a person ahead of me pay $30,000 in fines <laughs> to register his vehicle. Yeah, because he didn't care. Right. He got $30,000 worth fee. of stuff to do that was illegal, and he's like, yeah, here's thirty grand. i am going to do it again this year. I like that. It's like, yeah, stop it. John, don't, don't forget, don't. men can be pregnant now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's your excuse. Shoot, I forgot about that. <laughs> are you saying I can't, officer? Are you, st- are you slut-shaming me? And the funny thing about slut-shaming is, is oh. you do it to my neighbors. I think they like it. <laughs> John, follow my logic here. Okay. Loophole for everyone. Unborn child is a person, number one. Okay. Number two, like we just said, men can be pregnant. Number three, the stress of me being stopped in the HOV lane caused my miscarriage. Oh, no. You have to have the law enforcement officer prove otherwise. <laughs> That's would, an unarmed baby. I would love to see this argument in court. Ah, get out of here. Yeah, the cop killed my unarmed baby in the HOV lane causing all that stress. Put <laughs> more pressure on him to not want to do anything. Anyway, what are you going to do? Just use your HOV lane. The last thing you want to do is surface street your way to work. <laughs> HOV it. <laughs> 
stupid. They built a whole lane that only some of us can use. Are you kidding? I thought this was America. John, you're not one of those guys that does that does his own HOV lane on the right side and goes on the shoulder no, by everybody. The shoulder guys, I don't understand. Whoa. Their bravery is beyond. <laughs> I had a guy pass me on the left in the HOV lane on the 51, and there is no room. And he had a little car, and wow. and he shot by me on the left, and then got in front of me. And I'm like, that's that's something I won't do. That's reckless and careless. I keep it in the lines. I just use the HOV lines. It's so dumb that that's a thing. It's not saving the environment or help. It's trying to encourage uh, carpooling. Stop it. John, i got to be honest. Last time I took your advice, I got driving school. Never again. Well, then the fee wasn't worth it to you. You're poor, and that's a problem for you. Don't take my advice if you can't afford it or you're not willing to pay the price. I'll go. It's a timeshare. I'll sit through driving school and listen to their, their pitch for eight hours, and uh, then I'll go back and use the HOV lane again the next day. It's worth it to me. I can sit around and do nothing for seven hours on a computer. Trust me. I'm good at it. Ooh. So if that's the fee, it's $400 and you got to watch TV for eight hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can do that. You angered somebody. Tell John to STFU about supporting the police when he drives oh, in the HOV lane all the time. He's putting that DPS officer's life unnecessarily in danger just because he can't be inconvenienced with obeying a driving law. <laughs> what? Boo. Now hold on. How is he being? In, how is his life in danger? I didn't say I was doing backflips in my car or pogo sticking <laughs> the down the HOV. The danger of pulling over in no. the You're HOV forcing him to pull you over. I'm not forcing anybody to do anything. He's making a choice. If he feels like it's too dangerous, he's supposed to pull back. I've talked to police about this. They actually all love my theory. And almost all of them tell me, we're not pulling anybody over in that lane. Just We can't see in your car that well. It's not worth it to try. You have to be doing something stupid. If they see you drive by and you're like, wait a minute, I don't think he's got anybody in there. And they've got room to get you. They're bored. They're I not tell you, it has changed pulling over even when you don't have to. Like you're Something's not right. Something fell out of your car or whatever. Or a door's not locked. You pull over to shut it. Yeah. It is scary. Well, I'm not getting out of that. Climb out the back. <laughs> I kick a window out. Is that why you have the doors Well, yeah, I don't like being on the side of the freeway right. at all. Nobody does. I've done a tire change on that once in my life. Uh, I've ridden on the rim to get Never off the done exit. that. Yeah, oh, it's horrible. I don't realize how fast that stuff's going. Anyway, what are you going to do? What do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? Wake Bert? up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. I, I hit the trails this weekend. It was out on uh, Sunday morning, to. and it was hot as hell. I'm not going to lie. So uh, get up a little bit early. Take advantage of the uh, take advantage of the early morning weather and get yeah, that bike. Yeah. Get that bike serviced. They got the best wrenches in town over there. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going. I was telling Brett I rode my bike over the break, and I was uh, in the parking lot by Aunt Chilada's coming mm-hmm. up Dreamy Draw. I wasn't even in the parking lot. I was on the road. And I'm 15, 20 feet from a guy. And he goes, Shadowcat, nice. I'm like, huh? Shadowcat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name of the bike, right? <laughs> yep, Pivot Shadowcat. How you liking them 27s? And I'm like, how did you see that? How did you? How did you? Oh, I just study these things. I'm like, no kidding. And he, like, pointed out my brand, my bike. He knew everything about that bike. All of it from 15 feet out. You can't do that, John? No. It's like watching a movie with my dad. All he does is point out what kind of gun the guy has. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. 270 wouldn't do that. He knows every like what is the gun's capable of, what he could shoot, how far it could go, 
what it would do to the other guy. Oh, yeah, no, no, he, he knows all one. of that. I would have blown that guy's arm right off. <laughs> Shot him in the shoulder. This movie's stupid. I'm like, okay. But yeah, uh, so I'll, I don't know how they did that, but I was impressed. I do like the shadow cat, though. But it's uh, – and then at the end of the whole conversation, he goes, so do you live around here? And I'm like, oh, God, he's trying to have sex with me. So I just rode real fast. Shadow cats are fast, that. too. <laughs> you don't ask a guy that at the end of that. Nice bike. Thanks. You live around here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> How's that seat? You that were was at, fast. You were at Dreamy Draw. <laughs> I was close to the Dreamy Draw. But you don't study the bikes just to do that to be a rapist, do you? <laughs> hey, Ted Bundy got if in I somehow. Learn, if I learn all the makes and models of bicycles, I'll be getting some sweet b-hole. <laughs> <laughs> I better go out and stand around and look for bikers in 108 degree weather. There's one. Hey, Shadowcat. That's a Shadowcat 27 and a half. That's sure a is. Huffy slam dunk. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to bang the tar out of this guy. Damn it. Didn't work. Try again. Bring He's your got a ass over here. You take 10 bucks. Bring your schwin ass over here. I got three tacos and 10 bucks. There's, I can have that bike and a BJ. <laughs> sure, mister. Yeah, it was weird. It went, it went from bike talk to come over pretty fast. And that never happens with like a supermodel. Ooh, Shadowcat, 27 and a half. How do you like that? Uh, it's pretty nice. You live around here? Like, ah, uh, trap. <laughs> this is a trap. Uh, on the list, uh, oh, you know, that 48 our, hours special? I don't know if that was That's 48 in, hours or was that Ghostbusters? No, that was in 48 yeah, hours. The okay. Bus Boys, yeah. Because the Bus Boys were in Ghostbusters, too. I just can't remember what song it was. But uh, the boys right. are back in town for our return. Yeah. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch, Skid Row, Terror, Hell and Back. Uh, somebody requested Alabama 3, the Sopranos theme. For Paulie. That's it. There uh, it is. We got to go with that. <laughs> Alabama three. It is because that's for Paulie Walnuts and that's Brett. Right. Brett's misery for the last week has had to have been terrible. Losing Sonny Corleone, Paulie Walnuts, the county cowboy commissioner, the cowboy county commissioner <laughs> from Casino died same week. And then I lose the show on the twenty third. Yeah, and then the Stallone the Sto- show goes is- away because Marty's heart won't take it. He's watching so much Rocky, his heart got too big. <laughs> Getting all that together, yeah. So we're uh, we're all working on fumes right now, based on the fact that we have to console Brett every few seconds. He's like Florida from Good Times when James died. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn, damn! Uh, all right, uh, let's do it. Alabama Three is the only one to do Sopranos theme. It's a great song too. That doesn't hurt. No, it's a cool song to put you in the mood for it. And uh, Tony Sirico, didn't you? He was. Uh, he was in Goodfellas, and then yep. there was another one. Uh, was he in a Bronx Tale too? I think he was in a Bronx Tale. I think that's what I'm thinking of. I think he's in a Bronx. I think so tale. yeah, yeah. But he's Sirico. like one of those guys that are just kind of like off in the you know and an extra former member of the mafia. Yeah, like he was the real McCoy. They turned to him a lot in The Sopranos. Is this how this works? And he would have to tell them like little things, and then he was just some hypochondriac, paranoid lunatic that lived in this little apartment. That's a great story about Paulie Walnuts and the Sopranos is that when they were going to do a shot at Paulie Walnuts' house and the thing, they're like, what do you think his house would look like? And I'm like, exactly what Tony Sirico's place looks like. Let's go see it. And they went over to Tony Sirico's apartment and basically redid it. Mimicked. They mimicked it completely, and it was pretty much what Paulie was. He was Paulie Walnuts. There was a story about a writer that was new on the show, and Paulie went up to him. Well, Tony went up to him and says, hey, uh, you're a new writer, huh? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, well – if you kill me on the show, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> and Hold he could never be a rat. And that was the whole thing when he signed up, too. He could never be a rat. 
Yeah, that, that was, was it. his whole thing. Like, he, I can he, never be a rat. Told David Chase immediately. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll do this, but I'll never be a rat on the show. And he never was. Nope. Almost. Almost, yeah. He thought about it a couple of times, but. The f*** out. Sorry about that, Christopher. <laughs> your friend's gone. I know. I feel like I've been stabbed in the heart. That was my whole week. There he was. Oh, Paulie. F*** that. I'll say it again. What the f*** is there to think about? <laughs> I'm going to miss him. <laughs> well, he lives on. And, uh, oh, what's this one? Got another reason I don't live in Ohio. Oh, <laughs> that's for Brady. <laughs> I want to play that again. Got another reason I don't live in Ohio. <laughs> Yet another. All right, uh, for Polly Walnuts and Brett, this one's for you. <sighs> we have to do it. Tip of the cap to Brett's people and the, one of the best shows on TV. Although today, Paul Sura is going to be coming in here with Cinnabon. You may have noticed I'm wearing my Better Call Saul uh, Samoan Law shirt. Oh. Better Call Saul back tonight. And this is all I care about right now. This is going to be phenomenal. So he's bringing a Cinnabon in. And then uh, Better Call Saul, which is now in that uh, top five kind of area of all-time TV shows. It God, depends. It's been on, there for you. It's, for me, it's a top two. It's past Breaking Bad. I watched a couple Breaking saying. Bad episodes, and, and it just makes Walt, it, The writing of Better Call Saul has made Walter White everything we should have seen him as when we watched Breaking Bad, which is a terrible, corrupt, weak little man. And and Better Call Saul has ruined Walter White, ruined him as far as a antihero. The way it would be like if they had a prequel to The Sopranos and Tony Soprano turned out to be like the target of, of like, you just find out Tony screwed Too everything much up. Stuff. He, he did everything wrong. And what we're watching Breaking Bad is like, oh, Walt's so smart or Walt's getting away with this or he's in charge of the empire. What Walt is doing is dismantling some amazing, gigantic empire. He dismantles it. He doesn't build his own. He steals everything and ruins every, and that's why everything explodes. It's crazy how, how well the show is done. I remember, I mean, watching The Sopranos, the part that Tony's this, you know, the, the captain the whole time, and you find out his little segment in New Jersey doesn't compare to the oh, New Tony's, York side. Tony's the that was, that differed yeah. the, uh, yeah. we thought no one's going to mess with him. There, well, no one would because they were a big enough family and they were controlled enough. But that's the thing is he was the first real anti-hero all of America loved. I mean, he is a bad man. Tony Soprano was a bad dude. Walter White, a horrible human being. So wait, there were mob family power rankings in New York? At, well, there's the, the five 70s? families. Yeah, you got the There's family. the five families. Oh, who's, who's number one? Who are you asking? <laughs> Depends on who you talk to. What, are you writing a book? The fact <laughs> you don't know tells me everything I need to know about you. <laughs> you just mop up your gravy. Anyway, uh, let's do it. Alabama 3 for the great Paulie Walnuts. Who we love beyond. Got another reason I don't live in Ohio. There you go. <laughs> Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.